Welcome to Energetic Influence, where we discuss energy in all its forms, including spiritual, and its influence on us collectively and as individuals. And now your host of Energetic Influence, David Houston. I'm glad you found Energetic Influence. This is episode one. We're going to discuss energy and influence and how it affects each of us individually, collectively, personally, nationally, basically on every level. Clearly there are man-made influences. Advertising is the clearest example. And you've got the other influences, fear, manipulation, scarcity, or abundance. Helps to determine your decisions, your actions. A friend of mine was asking me to help him with a podcast that he wanted to set up. And in doing so, I did some research on how to go about that while I was out of town on vacation. And while out of town, I had the idea for this podcast. And as I was listening to a 10-step episode, an idea of artwork came to me. And I grabbed my tablet, sketched an idea. And it was an online tablet, so when I couldn't find the undo button, I just left it alone and enjoyed the rest of my vacation. On the way home, we decided to stop, grab some dinner, some coffee, went into a bookstore. And my wife grabbed a very small publication titled Nikola Tesla, My Inventions. I didn't think anything about it. We put it in the bag and got home and uh, decided to actually create or recreate the uh, graphic that was in my mind for this podcast. And once I uh, started working on it, got it to a degree that I thought was okay, let it sit, came back to it a little bit later and added some stuff. To, you know, I just edited the document and showed it to a couple people. They said, yeah, it looks great, you know, like most people do. And the very next day, I happened to start going through the bags from vacation, and there's the bag from the bookstore. And I pull out the book that my wife had given or bought for me, and the cover was so similar to the idea I had on the balcony of our condo. And it was just so amazing that my connection to the universe was perceiving or on some level gaining some sort of correlation to that cover of the book. Now, if you were to look at the two graphics, they're clearly different graphs. However, the similarities are strikingly there. The colors are amazingly prominent as far as being obvious. Um, and the fact that Tesla being such a important person in our modern society of the inventions that he created and the things that he created that have been suppressed. Uh, and we'll talk about those too in later episodes. But anyway, I was very pleased with it, with the uh, synchronicity. And that's the term I like to use with uh, events taking place that seem unrelated but yet are very related. Also, uh, we're going to relate energy and its influence back to the influence of the unseen or the spiritual side of our existence. Many people do not uh, want to entertain these ideas. Matter of fact, I think it's either third, fourth, or third or fourth century. I'll have to look it up. Um, when the Masoretic text, uh, which would be a... Uh, a Hebrew text that was basically organizing the Old Testament uh, decided to kind of minimize the supernatural element of the Hebrew scriptures. And 
by doing so, began to just put a natural or a physical world explanation to everything that went on in the scriptures, downplaying basically the supernatural side when that side is ever present with us and continuously influencing us and our decisions and those decisions of people in church, government, law, even your employer and your manager, if you have one. Um, all of these influences, and I'm not saying every influence and decision you make is being influenced by a fallen realm entity or a higher realm entity. What I'm saying is those entities are influencing us, and by becoming aware of these entities, it allows us as humans still here in the physical uh, to not be swayed by these uh, entities. If we want to produce positive outcomes, um, the world is going in directions that unfortunately will lead to the doom and end of society. Now, the elite, they love to think that they are doing the best. They love to think that they are the only ones with the right answers. They love to pat themselves on the back with just how important they are. And we couldn't get along without them. And sadly, they are so mistaken that it's quite pathetic. And when you understand how pathetic these people are in their elitist mind, um, you kind of feel sad for them because, oh, they may have all this money and, oh, they may have all this possessions or whatever they may have. I'm not sure how you want to go about that, but the point is I feel sad for them because they they seem empty. And just like the bully in high school or even grammar school where a bully may just have two or three friends that are his friends only because he helps beat up people that they don't like as well, they're quite shallow people. And once these shallow people are exposed for how shallow they are, um, they're, the wind kind of falls out of their sails. And I hope to not use cliche phrases anymore. But the point is, once you expose shallow, elitist, globalist mindsets, um, you regain control of your life. You're no longer persuaded or controlled by those people who put themselves in power. None of these people, especially from the World Economic Forum, were elected or chosen by any population to be bringing forth their plan for humanity. You know, their plan for humanity is for humanity to basically go away. And if you combine that with the whole transhumanist agenda, then you clearly have set the stage for the takeover of these elitists because you've minimized the human part of society. And the human part of society is where each of us are individuals with the mind and the capacity and capability of making our own decisions, what we believe to be right for us. And unfortunately, sometimes people make decisions that aren't the best decisions. Sometimes decisions can lead you down a path you may wish you had never went down. Sometimes people's decisions may land them in jail or prison. The the decision-making, though, has its consequences. And when the elitists feel like they can make decisions for us without any consequences, then that's a problem. And so what I would like to do in this series is to discuss from a uh, biblical scripture point of view what is going on in the world, what is related in scripture, And as I was describing this idea to my daughter, I was discussing the layers that one could conceive of Scripture. And you could take in the English-speaking world, let's say the English-speaking language is the outer layer. And you have the English translation of, say, the Bible. 
And if you start looking at that in a word you're not familiar with or you want to understand that word and why it was chosen, well, peel off the English layer and look underneath at the previous or ancient Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, Sumerian layer at what that word is and what that word is translated to in other places. Because that's a whole nother subject is to see where the translated words have been selectively translated in different areas of the subscripture. Now, with that said, um, you can go down another layer uh, and look at the context. And that's very important. If you begin looking at the context of when the writer or the author of that particular passage of scripture was written, that kind of gives you yet another layer of understanding what was in their mind, what was going on, and how the Holy Spirit allowed that to influence their decision in picking that word that got translated into whatever word it is that got translated into English for us. And so there's a sub-layer of the different translations. And I love a, a, a online Bible that allows you to see two, three, four, five different translations at the same time. And then within certain ones of those, you can pick and decide to look into deeper layers as to, you know, the original languages and so forth. Now, with that said, there's another aspect that we need to touch on, and that is the confusion. And we're told in the scriptures who the author of confusion is. And with that said, the fallen realm has known what's going on for a long time, and their influence has allowed many, many cultures to come up with similar stories that are found in Scripture. Some people who are being influenced in a negative way may say, oh, the Hebrew people just stole that from the Mesopotamians or the Egyptians or whomever. And, you know, that that can be taken as a valid statement. However, what else can be described is, these other versions were, were put forth in order to confuse and to obscure the truth. And this is where the Bible comes in, in that the Holy Spirit allowed its authors to basically set the record straight and preserve for us a indication as to what happened, whether it be the the flood, the virgin birth, the death, burial, and resurrection, uh, any of these prophetic elements, um, or these foreseen elements, which I guess would be prophecy, uh, to come forth. And so by doing this, you've got this mythological reference point all over the world. Every culture seems to have these same stories. And when people look at it just on a surface layer, it's easy to say, well, I don't know what to believe. I'm just going to call it all mythology or I'm going to call it all, you know, I'm not going to believe any of it because I, could, I don't know what to trust. Well, if you go down that path, then they win automatically because you've given up by not wanting to know the truth. And that's the sad state of a lot of the people uh, in the West these days. And that is they feel an urge to know the truth, but they don't really like to get their hands. They don't like to dig. They like to, they like to turn on the TV or they like to, you know, order takeout food to have it delivered while they're binge watching something on Netflix or Hulu. And and that just allows the evil fallen realm to continue without any hindrances whatsoever. And then when you look at what the mainstream media outlets are putting out as far as consumable media, it is really pathetic. It is uh, terrible. The glorification of 
eating people, uh, the terrible things that they are portraying as normal for children and then adults and children and so on. It's quite disgusting. And the fact that it is becoming normalized is the saddest part because people are consuming this on a daily basis and then getting together and talking about it and not really realizing what's happening to them in their minds because what's happening is they're becoming accepting of it, whether they know that they are or they don't outwardly know that they are. They, they are becoming accepting of it by just continuing to consume it. And in, when you take that and you also include the consumption of the daily news that is put forth from the main, and to call it mainstream is just so overused, but independent media, independent news outlets, independent journalists are where you're going to find the truth. And this was stated to me probably 25 years ago, back when the internet didn't have podcasts, but uh, real media was the player at the time that you could stream uh, very low quality audio uh, over the internet. And it was quite amazing at the time. But um, what I was told back then was if you wanted to know what was going on in the United States, it was best to subscribe to a foreign newspaper because the media outlets in this country had been compromised. And that was 25 plus years ago. So in the time from then until now, it's gotten even worse. The uh, acquisition of companies into fewer and fewer hands has just gone on. I think it's what six or seven media companies now own everything in the United States. And we're not even talking about the CCP owning what it owns. Um, And so the manipulation of media, the manipulation of information slash news slash truth is very coordinated, very um, controlled to manipulate. And a lot of people don't like that word either because they think of, ooh, somebody's trying to control me. Well, they're all, everybody's con- trying to control everybody. You know, if you work in the service industry and you are a server and you want somebody to order that high dollar bottle of wine, well, you're going to do your best to sell it. Or the steaks or the shrimp or the whatever the cost, you know, the whatever the high dollar value is uh, if your tips are related to your sales. Um, The same thing with uh, coercion and control. Uh, The manipulation of media is to do just that, control people. And with the control of people, that little by little takes away their decision-making to the point of, well, at some point they may run into the fact that their decisions no longer matter because they're no longer allowed to make those decisions and somebody has taken them away maybe or put them in a place where they're confined and they can't get up and go. We saw this back in 2019 where um, issues with uh, supposed health required or the requirements were stated as for people to stay home, for people to stay away from each other, people to um, perform all these silly non-health related activities that if you do the research, you'll find that none of these things have any impact on whether, you know, someone is going to contract some, you know, evil, wicked disease. Oh, that disease that supposedly has a 99.9%, you know, you're going to get better rate. Anyway, with all that said, if you can just understand, snap out of your little box of realizing you are being manipulated every time you wake up. And that manipulation, and we can take it a step further and say, let's say it is fallen realm manipulation. Well, the fallen realm may not be visible in our in our functional sight 
And that's just because of the limited tiny sliver of spectrum of visible light that we can see with our eyes or perceive uh, through human vision. And so just outside that range, anything is possible. And you can take, you know, a radio back when radios were dials that you tuned into. Well, the same station that you're tuning into exists along with all the other radio stations that are broadcasting. It's just your radio has to tune into that frequency. And so just like human sight, our eyes are able to tune in or visibly perceive a narrow band of frequencies on the entire electromagnetic spectrum. And anything outside that we cannot perceive visibly. Now we may sense something and that's a whole other issue with gut uh, brain information or sensations or feelings and we'll talk about that as well. Anyway, each episode I would like to focus on an aspect of energy and an aspect of manipulation and influence because we are all being manipulated and when we wake up to this and we understand what's going on then we can choose to not be manipulated. We can choose to make our own decisions. And if you continue to choose to make decisions that are fruitful and positive for you, then fantastic. Let's hope it's positive and beneficial for the world. However, most of the time, if you're wanting to troll others, your decisions may or may not be in the right or best interest of those others. So again, thanks for joining us or joining me. Anyway, thanks again. comments, questions, suggestions. If you think I'm crazy, all of it's welcome. It's all good. And um, anyway, we uh, I hope to have a few more um, in this series. Thanks so much.